0: Welcome back to the PCP. Uh, my parents um, always tried to give me and the bro the best care possible. Right? Um, looking back now, it is a little staggering uh, how far my dad and my old man f- fell in misfortune. Um, you know, he had been six. Uh, I think very successful small factory owner in Vietnam before the end of the war. Um, so the Vietnamese Civil War, in which they were, uh, there were some contributions by the Americans for a good chunk of it. And, uh, you know, of course, it was, his factory and assets were taken and redistributed for communist ideals. Someone's probably really rich off, making money off of it now. Or the to tour Who knows? It doesn't matter. Um, he used to tell me uh, that you know when you go out, you know, he and his friends like they they were so into money, relatively wealthy, uh, that you know they would get drunk on like you know French cognac, exo cognac, right? Not VSOP, not this VS Cooper VS bullshit, right? Actual. You know, top grade cognac, right? And you know, there are points where you know he he could probably he would dump like a whole entire bottle because he was doing that well. You know, uh, coming over here as a refugee with my mom, right? My dad, you know, picked apples uh, as a side job. We're working at a fiberglass plant, you know, when work dried up in Kelowna, where uh, we first start, made made our lives here in Canada, you know, he went to Fort McMurray, you know, kind of got ripped off uh, by a business partner, or actually ended up being the uncle and aunt of my ex, small world, uh, actually, it was through her I met my met my now ex-wife, um, anyways, you know, the old man's always tried to work hard, even when he broke his back, you know, we had a couple led us to, you know, living on welfare for, for a couple of years. Uh, and then, you know, my mom got into working, right? She's used to working double, triple jobs. So retirement now is kind of weird for her. So she used to keep in busy. Uh, so where I'm going with this is that, you know, in a uh, stereotypical Asian childhood, there's a lot of math lessons, uh, musical instrument lessons, and I don't know what's the going stereotype now, but you know, I when I started doing poorly in elementary in math, I got uh, math drills from my old man. No kumon for uh, for me, right? Well, one, I think we could can afford it, and two, uh, my old man was more than confident, thinking he could teach uh, me better than you know any paid school. And I, you know, I just like to say he was right with me, anyways, uh, bro. I can't say whether or not it's stuck with him I'm, I'm gonna say yes right and uh, even to this day like uh, simple mathematics you know I, I can't do algebra and partial differential equations in my head right but you know simple, simple things and I think it follows the new style of math that they're teaching now where you use a lot of approximations to you know kind of ballpark your answer and like make a precision guess and then you know you you Refine it down to the with accuracy to the actual answer. Um, I know in grade two, I can't know, I don't know why, but I took violin for a number of years. And being a small, undernourished child, uh, the violin bit quite a bit into my collarbone. I gave a little sponge, but it was like kind of the you know, something worse than a dollar store sponge. I don't know if there was dollar stores back in the '80s, but a you know, tiny, <clears throat> small little sponge to try to cushion my collarbone against you know the the rough wood edge of the violin. Um, continue on. I don't know what I don't think I did anything instrumentally. Junior high, in high school, I learned to play the trombone. I almost get ran over one time because I was carrying on my shoulder and just kind of entered the crosswalk. Uh, I heard screeching and it's was like, I turned around and saw my classmate with their mom kind of in shock because I, I was carrying it on my right shoulder, completely blocking my view of the intersection. Anyways, I kept going and <laughs> things are, you know, things are cool. Uh, I took um, an intro taiko drumming lesson and a few years back and kind of confirmed to myself, I... I don't know. It's from the brain damage, or just my natural inability to make music. Or my, I have a, I have a natural laziness, which doesn't. <clears throat> if you you kind of know me, it doesn't seem like I have it, but I do. Um, you know, I I have given thought, uh, you know, because we're kind of stuck down with lockdowns and stuff. You know, giving it a go, but I'm. You know, my laziness comes with all sorts of excuses, including, I don't know if you can really afford that, John. Uh, you know, dropped a couple hundred bucks for an instrument, but again, it's probably more laziness than actual uh, thriftiness. But yeah, I, I enjoy listening to music. <coughs> I listen to all types. Um, if you heard an uh, earlier podcast, or I mean, well, depending on how I publish this, it may not be earlier, but you know, I grew up, uh, with Caucasian middle-class friends so my musical tastes are more towards uh, rock alternative um, ska a little bit of punk you know not so much uh, R&B uh, rap You know. Lip, uh, I don't mind metal <clears throat> you know it's not high on my list you know living in Alberta There's a lot of exposure to country music, you know, and you know, there's like, I guess, country pop now. This is like the 2020s, right? Um, Like country from the 1990s, 2000s, 2010s, right? You know, I like some of the even older songs, you know, the Gambler, uh, Johnny Cash, right? It's kind of all over the place. Uh, it makes me think of you know, last time I went to uh, you know, live music went to I think the very last one I ever went to is like went to this Frank Zappa thing and I actually fell asleep and I don't know if cause I just come back from overseas or just tired that day and um, you know, I can't say I'm a huge Frank Zappa fan but you know, for a while I like just going to things just to go and it was at the Sidetrack Cafe, that place is closed now, it's been replaced with some gaudy, you know, uh, sheet metal-sided building, you know, to kind of emulate what it was there in the past. The Sidetrack Cafe had, you know, they grew their own corn, and I was always uh, fascinated by the corn stalks in the summer, so it kind of sad to see that go. You know, but cities change, right? Funny seeing some older photographs of Edmonton, you know, from the nineteen hundreds to the nineteen fifties, and how much is a, a lot different. <clears throat> how uh, our one of our main thoroughfares, Hundred Fourth Avenue, used to be a lot of warehouses and stuff. Like, it used to be a, a rail hub in downtown Edmonton, and we're still recovering from that. You know, we don't our our downtown is you know. Trying to get some new skyscrapers. It's not as spectacular as uh, other cities, right? Um, just from history, fu- form, function of use. Uh, there used to be uh, a tunnel uh, under 109th Street and called the the Rat Hole, and you know, it was very narrow because uh, it was built for much smaller cars back in the day. And by the 90s, the cars had kind of rebounded in size, or 90s or the 2000s, right? So going down there was a touch and go, like getting into the tunnel. Once you're in the tunnel, you know, there's plenty of space, but entering and exiting the tunnel was kind of a little hairy. And if there was a heavy rain, that tunnel would flood. I remember when I was actually working on Turbo, someone tells us like how, how they weren't sure they were going to make it through, because the water had come up to uh, up their door, up to where the window started. <laughs> I don't know how they fled, didn't flood their engine, but they made it and um yeah I, i'm going to stop snuck because i'm just meandering now moving from uh my my family moving from nam to here you know growing up musical instruments you know and talking a little bit about the history of Edmonton, which is really my city i've lived here minus some stints out in some smaller towns in calgary yeah, that's right, Calgary, All right? Suck it. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna awkwardly end it here. Uh, thanks for listening, and catch you on the next one.